Welcome to Amazing Things. This is Dan Garrison, host of Amazing Things, a podcast for servant leaders of all ages and stages. Are you looking for inspiration to leverage your best ideas? Are you a high-capacity leader who wants to launch or grow your huge, high-impact ambitions and multiply your leadership influence for good in the world? Then tune in to hear from my friends who are CEOs and small business owners, entrepreneurs and educators, leaders on the front lines with international nonprofits and others who lead in the background, bringing hope big hope to bunches of people. Join us for stories from these friends who will share with you their pro tips for success, how to fail forward after encountering pitfalls, and persist with confidence to bring huge impact to people in your community and around the world. You're invited to listen, subscribe, share, and review amazing things. And for more amazing things, visit us at moreamazingthings.com. Well, hey, everyone, this is Dan Garrison here, host of um, Amazing Things, and I'm really so truly excited and grateful to welcome my great friend, Joel Hill, to this launch episode of Amazing Things. So welcome, Joel. Thank you, Dan. Excited to be here on Amazing Things. Yes, sir. Well, it's good to see you, and those who are just listening in, I know you can't see you, but uh, if we're able to push this out on video, it's fun to see my friend here in this killer I wish y'all who are listening could see this awesome tie-dyed shirt. Why don't you tell us tell us uh, what what's got you wearing that today? Um, I'm wearing it today because I have to wear solid dark tops all the time at work, <laughs> and uh, this fits my personality a little bit better. But it has a little sentimental value because uh, I bought it in Houston for the first uh, organization World Robotics Competition in Houston when you and I and some of our colleagues went down there uh, with the RoboCats from Woodrow Wilson High School in Dallas. Yeah, it's so awesome. And I, I'm so glad we've been able to become friends and be in the trenches together uh, as partners in this mission of education we're on. And I know that everybody who's listening is going to see how uh, you get a chance to um, meet my friend who's just gifted and humble and a really high capacity leader and an entrepreneur, um, just an authentic servant leader that I'm excited to introduce to everybody who's listening. And I know uh, Joel inspire you with his story of how he puts servant leadership to work and how it informs his life and impacts all the people around him like he has with me. So it's great to have you on, Joel. You know, we, we have been working together now for, uh, man, how many years has it been at Woodrow? Four or five, probably. Yeah, and we've been deep in the trenches uh, coaching and mentoring our robotics teams, and we had the special opportunity to do that with the deaf ed students on our campus and get them involved. Um, and like he pointed out, we went all the way to Worlds um, several times and such a fun experience. So um, you, you guys will be interested to know that Joel's not just an educator, but he's a music creator an entrepreneur, and he's got some fun stories to tell us. But before we jump in, um, I want to let everybody know we have some free resources that are going to be in the show notes, including how you can um, follow what Joel's doing um, and a chance at some really fun giveaways that will be available. Those who choose are going to join. Uh, we're going to start this Amazing Things VIP team, and we're going to call that Very Inspirational People, which includes all of you in some way out there and we'll be inviting you to follow us on iTunes, download, share episodes and 
We'd be super grateful for your support as we get things kicked off here with this amazing, amazing things podcast launch. So we'll be back for that. But hey, Joel, for for those who don't know you out there um, and are listening or watching, like, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Um, I'm a native of Knoxville, Tennessee, where I spent a little over the first two decades of my life there. Um, When I was 19, I randomly got a job as a house parent at the Tennessee School for the Deaf. And uh, one door after another just kind of beckoned to me. I had no plan whatsoever to enter the field. And then five years, I was a nationally certified interpreter working at the college level and teaching sign language. Wow. And that basically led me here to Dallas. And uh, I grew up in a household full of music. So I've always been interested and and stimulated by it. But I really... uh, Got super into it when the Beatles came on Ed Sullivan. <laughs> ah, awesome. Yeah, it's funny how those small things inspire us and small, you know, it's I, I shared this with another guest on another episode that I, I came across this quote this week and it's just kind of stuck with me. It says, uh, small hinges swing big doors, right? And um, it sounds like that's play, you know, you had this, uh, well, maybe it was a small opportunity in the in the place in Tennessee. And, and the next thing you know, you're out serving folks at the college level. And how long have you been at it as an educator? Um, if you include the house parent years, mm-hmm. it would be 52 years. Man, man, congratulations for your faithfulness out there serving. Uh, there's no telling how many countless thousands of students at every level. And I've watched you do it. Um, with with such great patience and just know you to be what i know our lead our listeners will be inspired by just somebody who really is authentic willing to be honest and serve and lead and so you know i i just love for you to share uh you know how does that play out in your life um and how does servant leadership kind of shape who you are and what you do well i want to give one example um, that I experienced that um, kind of took on a life of its own. Up until five years ago, I had spent a couple of decades working at an elementary school in Dallas. And um, at one time, the school's population was small enough and standardized testing had not come to the forefront yet. So there was a lot of flexibility in the, in the daily schedule. So since we worked with deaf students in a neighborhood school, we had a principal named Juanita Anderson with enough vision to allow the interpreters to go to every section of every grade level and teach sign language every day. Wow. And uh, when I was playing in uh, a bluegrass band, I would bring uh, an instrument in on Friday and our Friday activity was to learn to sign a song, and we would sing and we would sign. And one year, uh, the kids loved it so much that it ended up being the PTA program. It was hearing children signing folk music and singing it. Wow. And, um, awesome. That kind of stuck with me. A few years later, um, 
I didn't have a band and I wasn't very active musically and I started to miss it. And I wondered uh, what would happen if I started a folk music group. Hmm. So I did. And uh, in order to not conflict with any kind of other school activities that met after school, I put the folk music group on Friday afternoons. So that gives you some idea of what it meant to the children that they gave up practically every Friday for a whole school year after school to come and do folk music. So I thought, okay, um, I will do this. And I decided to do, do it in keeping with the oral tradition. Hmm. Um, I figured folk music was kept alive when people were not making money off of it. A lot of the songs were passed down and they were added to and, and deleted and changed around in the mm. different regions that the songs traveled to. So I didn't have any of the material ever written down because that would kind of be out of, out of character for folk music. And I didn't want children who had learning differences who were almost non-readers or struggling readers to have to look at another piece of paper after school on Friday afternoon. So um, the leadership part of it, I guess, was that I created this vehicle and I found a place where children could come together. But after a year or two, I realized that I was I was serving a larger energy mm. because the folk music groups without fail for 15 years turned into little tribes. Wow. And um, in my time working with elementary children and having been a child who wanted to be very creative when I was little and not having a lot of support or a lot of opportunities to do that, mm. Mm. I could allow the children to chip in ideas. I like to do that. And uh, after a few years, um, they were, uh, I had a, one, one teacher come in to show them some movement one time because movement was not my thing. Mm. And after that, there were a few movements that carried over from what she had taught them, but all the rest of the movements that they did were totally um, made up by the kids and then passed down mm. from one generation to the next because I had third, fourth, and fifth graders. But through this entrainment and this tribal experience, it just kind of became a safe haven for these children. Mm. And I, I think also the cumulative spirit and energy of this music that was forged through warm social relations has had to get attached somehow. Yeah. These songs and this music as, as it, and there was a reason that people kept these particular songs alive, you know, for mm. over a century in some cases. Some of them came originally from Europe and came to America. And, you know, they got, like I said, they got edited just like uh, I mentioned earlier. But one of the things that started to occur that was really, you know, it was not me leading anymore. It was me serving this energy um, of the folk music group and the energy of the children's 
really their their ecstasy and joy mm. being in this in this group and doing this music and I had kids that that would come in and ended up doing solos and I would find out later these children were autistic because I didn't have them in class. Oh wow. But for one reason or another they got led to folk music and in that in that setting they did things that they probably wouldn't even do one on one in a classroom in a lot of cases. Wow. And uh, I had one one student that was not autistic that had a, a, a faculty member as a mom. And so she came in and in third grade, she sang a solo. Hmm. And at the end of the year, her mom said, you want to know something about, about her? And I said, sure, what's that? She said, she takes piano lessons from uh, Mr. Butler, who is the... Uh, piano teacher he does piano lessons after school and I said really and she said yes she said um and he likes for the children to sing their parts before they play them it's a part mm. of them um uh, in training with the written music and then transferring that into their hands and into the piano she said she steadfastly refused to ever open her mouth with Mr. Butler in piano class she's very shy and she's very withdrawn, but there she was. I, I can't tell you how how shocked I was when she walked out to that microphone and started doing a lead vocal part on one of the call and response songs. Wow! So you know, I was just so grateful to take part in this. And I walked in one day, and um, I had I had written a song. The name of the group became the down home folk and i had written a song it was called i'm a down home boy i'm a down home girl at home wherever i may ramble in this world with mm. a heart that's red white brown black and blue mm. i'm a friend of the music and i'm a friend to you wow and uh, Love it. there was a, there was a, a line in there about the radio but the second one was about singing it with your spirit mm. listen to your spirit like you know you should so I came in one day and my girls who brought in the drums were writing lyrics on the board. And they said, Mr. Hill, help us finish this song. And so it kind of became our other unofficial song. So they, they and it was their part was listen to my spirit, listen to my song. When I play, you can hear it, inviting you to come along. Wow. Man, so you know, powerful through some of the discussions that you and I have had. You know, real power is when uh, you keep your hands open and you you seek every opportunity that you can find to give it to other people. Absolutely, that is it. Yeah, that's a super. That's such a super way to uh, just a different way to talk about this idea of servant leadership that I've seen. Um, and man, what, what a great privilege it's been for me to be in the trenches with you. And man, it sounds like you had that, uh, endeavor going for more than 15 years. Uh, man, that's just what a, what a faithful educator and person you are. And I'm in, I'm continually inspired by you and, 
Uh, I know our listeners uh, by this point uh, are hearing why I wanted to have you on and I hope you'll come back because we have so many things to unpack. We haven't even gotten to barely talk about uh, the, the music you're creating and um, we have so many other stories that we could tell and we could be here. And so we'll be back. <clears throat> and um, yeah, I really do um, appreciate uh, and, and let me just tell this one quick story that is, I, th- I think, also symbolizes so much of who you are as as a, just one of these great examples of a authentic su- servant leader. You know, and you might remember when we went to that Dell EMC forum and invited our kids. We were the only high school robotics team in this huge technology conference that had over a thousand people here. They were hosting those all over the world. And they had a stop in Dallas, and we got invited, brought a robot. And, we got to uh, be featured in the program, but we also had some of our deaf students there and obviously we wanted uh, them to participate fully and you came along and ahead of that, uh, you called me and said, hey, can, can we make sure that I can interpret uh, for what's going on on the stage? And there, that conference was gonna have Michael Dell himself and all these other, you know, big name Dell people up there but that didn't stop you. You're like, Hey, we got to serve the students. And I was right there with you, made a phone call actually to the, one of the co-hosts of the event, uh, whose wife picked up the phone while she was having dinner. Uh, if you remember that was Maria Hasbany and she's like, hang on, let me ask Michael. And she didn't mean her husband, whose name was also Michael uh-huh. She leaned across the table and said, Hey, Michael, could we have it? And she said, done. And there you were, uh, the next day. And, all because that was where your heart always was. And um, I'm just so grateful for your example and that I get to, you know, one of the things I really believe and want to be a big part of amazing things. And it's a big inspiration that helped me get this started was that, you know, I heard a, a wise friend once say that one of the greatest gifts you can give other people is to share your friends with them. And so that's all I'm trying to do here today. And, and Joel's one of my great friends. And I hope everyone is, uh, you know, got a chance here to maybe, make a new friend from afar uh, and meet him a little bit. And so, yeah, we uh, look forward to having you back here in the future so we can keep learning about you and from you and all the ways that we can multiply good into the world. Um, and, and I know, and let me just say this, I know our amazing thing listeners are not just folks looking, you know, for inspiration. They're looking to take action, to join us and doing amazing things for their communities and others around the world, especially right now. And I, I, I'm just going to go ahead and insert this right here that, you know, uh, we've all been in some pretty hard reality for the last recent past over the last year of the pandemic. And, you know, what I think many would agree is a divided country and a culture and just this seeming endless stream of conflict and division. And I really do think we owe it all to ourselves to go out and look look for the streams of people just like my buddy Joel and find ways to get involved in the amazing, in the amazing things they're doing or the amazing things that are around you. So, you know, um, first, obviously would love you to follow here, follow us here on this podcast and help spread the inform the inspiration you've heard here uh, from Joel to as many people as, pol- uh, as possible. But Joel, how can our audience find out more about uh, what you're up to? Where can they find you online and what's the best way for those can, uh, connected with you they can follow my uh still sleepy series if they looked up or the sleepy creek band uh i was one word lowercase on instagram um i have a home recording studio soul child music studios.com 
awesome. so they can uh, learn a little bit and uh, be happy to have people come over with some small scale projects and record. Um, could I piggy, piggyback on one? Oh, thing please, please take, take it away. You bet. Um, you know, I don't know if there is such a thing as ordinary person, but mm. I know that there was a musician and an educator and a, a sign language interpreter in me. Mm. And uh, if I hadn't uh, ventured out, you know, put one foot in front of the other, I would have never known. That's right. Yeah. So everybody who's out there, who's got something amazing inside of them, I hope you'll uh, be inspired by Joel to take that next step um, and, and take a step. And if you've been inspired, take, take a step with us and share our friend with one of your friends. Um, and if you want to hear more amazing things um, in our other episodes, obviously uh, check those out. And you can also visit our website at that's right. More amazing things.com. So until next time, Joel, thanks again for being on. And um, thank you for having me. Hey everyone. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of amazing things. We're so glad you stopped by and invite you to check out the show notes for resources from our guests and to learn more about amazing things. We hope you've been inspired to take action and next steps on your leadership journey to help engage with and create amazing things in your life and communities. We'd also love to hear from you. You can share your feedback in a review or shoot us an email at podcast at moreamazingthings.com. We invite you to check out our other episodes uh, to subscribe and download and listen Again, drop a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to Amazing Things. We also invite you to learn about and join our Amazing Things VIP team, our very inspiring people team, and consider opting in for members-only benefits we'll be sharing more about soon. For now, we'll be drawing a few random names from those who join our VIP team to send a few lucky winners some fun giveaways during our launch month of April 2021. So visit moreamazingthings.com com to learn more. Thanks again for stopping by. Keep being awesome and go do amazing things.